Okay, and we've got another episode of On The Judy, and today we've got Ashley Fletcher. What's going on, bro? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How you been? Yeah, not too bad. Not yeah? too bad, yeah. Oh, thanks for coming on, man. Um, from up north, come down, <laughs> to, come down to the ends, my long trip. How'd you find it? Yeah, nah. Um, I, I've, I've been down there before, so um, yeah, obviously lived in London for a bit. Um, but every time I come down, I enjoy it. I've got a few boys down there as well. Um, but yeah, Northern boy. Uh, out of my league a bit down there as well. When you say Northern, mm. where where are you from? So I was born in um in like a small a small town called Keithley, which is near um near Bradford. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um nah, my 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 barber was a um a police officer. So um we had to yeah we had oh, to wait, be... wait. did you get stick growing up clap your dad being a policeman not at all because Serious? if you see the size of him okay <laughs> <laughs> not at all no my, my dad's six foot seven and about 18 18 19 stone you say... know, uh, so have you seen police academy yeah you, you know high tower yeah 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 that's your just dad. picture him yeah picture him that's, that's my dad yeah see like, see down there if your dad's a policeman don't care how big he is don't care who you are you're getting sticks what are you saying everyone was like oh that's, that's no, no stick at all yeah no, uh, nothing like that um nah he's uh like i say he's like like high tower off police academy but yeah you can imagine strictness as well okay me, yeah me and my brother um got a little sister as well now so um nah no stick at all that's all right to be fair that's all right but um being mixed race Mm. growing up in like that sort of area was it tough or did you not feel it did you not understand nah so i moved from from there when i was three years old moved to to bolton where literally all my family's from okay my my mum's from bolton um and and her side of the family and, and my and my dad but my dad's got um jamaican parents okay. um they were living in bowen at the time so i moved there when i was three um grew up uh went to like a christian school um not many black kids there to be fair yeah um the odd the odd few but yeah not, i wasn't treated any differently or anything like that um but then obviously when you go to the teams that I went to, like United and and them kind of teams, you see the difference really between obviously your mixed race and and their mixed race kind of thing yeah, as well. Yeah. So, um, no, I was I had a, I had a good upbringing. Like, couldn't um, complain. My my mum and dad brought me up really well. Me and my brother and my, and my sister as well. Um, good morals. Um, went to church on a Sunday. Got proper like proper church up. on a Sunday. <laughs> no, 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 nothing <laughs> like that. <laughs> but went to church and then had the football. And so I was basically to get into my school, secondary school, you had to go to church okay. every Sunday and get the sign off the the vicar and all that kind <laughs> of stuff. So um, yeah, we went. I went there. My dad used to take me eight thirty in the to morning church. to church, and then I would play. At Eleven on that so Sunday. So if you don't go to church, you're not going football. I'm not going football. That's no. mad. That's no, no, mad. no. To be fair, I was a bit like that. I'm Muslim, innit? So okay. I used to go Saturday school when I was young, and then like teaching you Arabic and that. And that. if you don't learn, do your homework. You're getting a like a little cane and that. <laughs> nah, mum, mum, this is long. Mum was yeah. on it. On you it. Know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Um, what, like, are you 
in, obviously you said your dad's Jamaican. Are you in touch with your culture like Sunday, like the, the dinner everyone's around or did you just like learn that as growing up? Nah, yeah, like I said, learned it as we were growing up. Um, my grandparents, um, they, they, they lived in Bolton, but they was going back and forth to Jamaica. Okay, cool. Um, obviously, there's a big... Uh, West Indian culture in Bolton to be oh, fair okay. so Decent. it wasn't as though like they was like the odd ones out like that kind of thing yeah um, yeah but um, both sets of grandparents I was close with I had obviously my mum's side who <laughs> they do like the, the British things kind of thing <laughs> the like, roast and yeah, that, yeah the roast <laughs> going to the seaside <laughs> <laughs> and then Jamaican side um, grandma and granddad they were they were like you go there you watch snooker, the TV, that kind of stuff. And granddad and that just, granddad, yeah. yeah, just sat there watching snooker and, and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, having your rice and peas and, and, and curry go and whatever. So, um, no, I had both sides to be fair. Oh, that's good. And that's I think, good. I think that's, that's kind of helped me growing up as well, because, um, like obviously transitioning from going to, from Bolton, as you say, and then, and then living in Manchester as yeah. well, it helps you a lot where was your first footballing experience where you thought like, yeah, this is my, this is my calling. Like, would you at Bolton or would you at yes. like Sunday league clubs and then get scouted? So by, the, you know? Yeah. The story behind it was, um, I would say the story, but my mum actually wanted me to go to, to ballet. And I was like, well, I've only learned this in like the past five or six years. Wait, so, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, yeah. sorry. <laughs> were you, was you tall going up? Cause like what, you're no, six, four, I, I'm, always, six? I'm six, I'm six, five. So I've always been that lean, tall guy. Everyone knows that's yeah, Ash, yeah? yeah that's, everyone knows, yeah, yeah. And she wanted you to do what, ballet? <laughs> she wanted me to do ballet. Tights so, and you your... So <laughs> I thank my dad every single day because my dad was like, no way. My, my son is not... As well, coming from a Jamaican background, I can imagine if my grandparents would have said, Ashley, you're going to ballet. Oh, what, you can't, they'd have been like... Yeah, they would have kicked off yeah, and plus they would have no, no, stuck no. it on your dad exactly, for that as well. Exactly, exactly. So... My dad said, absolutely not. Um, I'm taking into football, um, ASAP. And then um, literally started Sunday league from five years old, just playing with my mates. But then it, it just got crazy because at seven, I was going to Man United one night, Liverpool Tuesday yeah. night, Man City Wednesday night, um, Bolton Thursday night. I was going to like four teams every yeah. every week and and when i look back and think about like the hours that my mum dad grandparents both sets were putting in taking me to these to these places like i wouldn't be here speaking about my speaking about what's happening now yeah for, do you i'm gonna be cheeky do you look after them like let's be like after all of that you have you sorted out your yeah. mum and dad and your grandparents yeah now? like i'm that was i play football for, for them because I play it for myself first, but then secondly, I play I play it for my family because they have put all the effort and time into taking me there. Um, and if I can reward them in any way that I can, whether it's whatever, contributing to this or contributing to that or buying them this, buying them that, then I will. Because Cheeky, cheeky house, cheeky watch here, <laughs> yeah, first class on that flight. That's the dream, that. that's the dream, isn't it? Of course that it is. is. That's, that's when, when I was growing up, that's what I wanted. Um... I wanted to make sure that my family 
get rewarded for putting the hours in to get me in the position I'm in because like I said first off I wanted to get there because because I love football yeah like, I love football like I watch football every day well when I can um but yeah secondly was to to make them proud and um my, my dad rings me every day That's after up. training what happened today <laughs> and I, I'm like dad I have nothing to tell you like we did a few I runs like, dad, yeah, yeah literally even on my days off he rang me any news <laughs> I'm like, nah, I've been off today, just chilling. So, but like, if I didn't have that, like, it wouldn't be. That's the normal for me now. Yeah. If I, if I, if he didn't ring me, probably I'd be a bit like, how come he's not rung me? Do you know what I mean? So, like I say, um, yeah, everything that I play for, I play for myself first, and then I play for my family. Better, love that, love that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick on your dad a little bit here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you seem like you and him are close. Have you? asked him why he became a police because obviously now you've grown up you understand like being black mixed race and this us against the police sort of kind yeah. of thing in it did you ever ask him like why you became a policeman or was he I've ever never, said no nah, he's never and and um especially in that time as well in yeah. the in the 80s like quite rife and... i think there wasn't many black police officers about so i can imagine and i think he has told me before that obviously he got like abuse and stuff like that um even like probably institutional as well like within the police as yeah. well so but um for him to to be a police officer in that decade like the bravery that must come with that like especially in like the area that it was like bradford keithley that it's kind of mad, it's, yeah. not, it's not like a like london where there's there's black people like everywhere and that it's very like specifically like especially up there because you've got you got white people, yeah. then you got Bradford, Asian people. Asian so people. black people like proper exactly one percent. Exactly. So yeah, one day I'll probably have a sit down with him, ask him like, "What made you become him?" But I think he's kind of like sheltered me a bit from from that from that side of his, yeah. of, his of his life, and um, I think like the way I look at it is just like just bravery, to be fair. And obviously, it was a good job back then. Uh, yeah. it's, well, it's still a good job, but um, obviously. It put it put a lot of food on the table, and and um, we as a um, as a family we could do whatever. Like there was nothing that really we went without. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah. was like a good job. My mom had a good job as well, so um, I've never really asked him too much why he did it. But um, yeah, like I say, it looks a, a brave a brave move as well. Yeah, that's what I think. It like when I see it, I was like, right, like it's a bit mad. Like yeah, in them times. In them times, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's a conversation for you dad to have. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll charge you. Lot, I'll charge you lot after that. <laughs> yeah, I'll get him on. <laughs> um, when did Man United come? So obviously, you're jump from seven. You're jumping, 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 training at all of these clubs, and yeah. then you settled down. Where did Man United pick you up from? So, um, basically, a lot of people don't know this, but I was told at nine years old from Man United that I wasn't, I wasn't good enough um they said like but the way that my mum and dad they were very clever because the way they like portrayed it to me was that um I remember having a conversation this is like very early on and they said to me like right you've got the choice to either play for Bolton or Manchester United um like which do you want to do but then the more like I think back they was kind of like yeah I know obviously all your friends are at Bolton and like I like I was going to school with people who I was playing with at, at football, so yeah. um, they kind of like without me knowing at because I was so young at that age, they were kind of pushing me towards like the Bolton. Okay. So I ended up picking Bolton, even though there wasn't a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it was very very clever. Um, but yeah, nine, 
Um, Man United said like, oh, we don't think he's quite ready or we don't think he's good enough, um, which I've only learned, like I say, in the last couple of years. So, okay. Um, yeah, like I went, I went to Bolton from nine, um, played with my mates, nine, 10, 11, 12. And then 12 years old, I had a, um, I was playing Man United in a game. Yeah. And um, we, I think we won something like seven three or something like that you know you know how them games yeah, are yeah, like, yeah. It's just small goals like but at that age it's everything and i'd, I'd scored a hat trick and the Not academy bad. guy who was overseeing the academy was at the game it's called tony whelan and um literally i think the next couple of days he ran my dad like oh listen we want him like what's gonna happen but i didn't even know at them ages he was under contract like 12 okay. years old and stuff like that what you're signing like yeah, I know you was, sign like you sign for the academy, but is it a proper like? Yeah, yeah, proper contract, like binding contract, like lawful. Right. So I ended up going to um, to United, but they had to pay a compensation. I was twelve years old. At twelve. At twelve years old, and like, <laughs> I only recently learned how much it was from um, when I moved to West Ham. Go on. Because it was in the contract, it was, but it's like hundred grand for a twelve-year-old. Twelve-year-old, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've never, I'd never knew that at all. Out of it, out of it. Is your dad humble? Like, be real. Is your dad humble? No, my dad's the humblest guy. Oh, because yeah. I should get other parents to be yeah. like, yeah, we've got a money man here. Get me? Nah, but yeah, honestly, I think it was something like a hundred grand and uh, all these like add-ons, like and, and stuff like this. I was, I was like a hundred grand for a twelve-year-old like footballer. Um, so yeah, like obviously got picked up from there, and, and that's where it just like. That's when I like believe like, oh, like I've got a, a good chance. Of, yeah. yeah, I've got a good chance. So coming from your little village or well, Bolton and stuff, yeah. getting to Manny where it's a mini London basically. Yeah. And you're meeting other other culture like other mixed race people, other cultures. Did you see a difference in between you and them? I know you've mentioned it before. Yeah. But was it massive? Like I'm kind of like right, I'm kind of the outcast. <laughs> even though me and him are like yeah, yeah me. Yeah. But yeah, well, we spoke off air a bit about the uh, the the haircut thing. <laughs> yeah, God, <laughs> tell, tell me about the haircut. Go on. So, uh, because my my mum was um, a head, like she's uh, was a an, a hairdresser. Yeah, and um, so not barber. Not she's a, barber, a hairdresser. Yeah. Like not a barber. Home and scissors. Home, comb and scissors. Yeah, <laughs> but, but she had the razor. But it was the um, not even the small one. It was the. Nah, it's, it's, it's taking one, yeah, two, yeah, three. Exactly. Everything exactly. is chunks. Chunks. Yeah. So there's no there's no T liner for the shape. <laughs> <laughs> so she um, she was a hairdresser. And um, basically, we didn't need to go to the barbers because that's what that was my my mum and dad's view. Because why you've got a hairdresser yeah. here? Like I can do just a good job, <laughs> or whatever. And um, yeah, she used to she used to trim me every three weeks. But I was scared. Like she used to hurt me. Like you know when it gets caught. <laughs> but now I know why because she wasn't using the right tools. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know what I mean. She wasn't using the right things. So um, I used to be scared of, of getting a haircut. But um, yeah, from from the age of zero to 16, 17, I never had a shape up, which is crazy. I know for a mixed race, for a, for a mixed race boy, like it's just, it's just un unheard of. And I will make sure that my son, or, <laughs> do you know what I mean? He's going straight to the barbers from, from four or five. Are you humble like yourself? Like, you're humble now, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Back then, mm. you're playing for the biggest club in your area. Biggest club in England at that point, yeah? Are you thinking, yeah, like, this is it. I'm done. 
Because nah, to be fair, you didn't know about the contract, but yeah. even then, like, come on, you're, you're at United, you got the kit, the bag, yeah, me, you're driving through Bolton and you probably got your windows <laughs> down, bag out the window and that. <laughs> nah, do you know what it was? Um, I think the school I went to, like, probably people was like, oh, yeah. You, you know when you play school football and, like, people are like, oh, like, oh, that's, he plays for United or something like that. Yeah. I I, I, I got that sense from, from when I was playing school football. But in school, I was just a normal person. Like, okay. Like, obviously, I haven't, like, obviously being you're you're popular because you're like obviously in that playing for man yeah, united like yeah. obviously you're not gonna not have any friends you know what i mean but like yeah, yeah you're popular in the school but um i tried to keep like level-headed and, and my mum and dad drilled it into me as well that school was important like there was no guarantees that you're going to be a footballer okay we're going to give you every chance and you're at the best club in the world to succeed but at the same time like I've seen it now where people who I grew up with in them uh, under 13s, 14s, 15s, 16s, they're not playing anymore. Yeah. They stopped playing at 16. So my mum and dad drilled it into me from the start. Like you get good GCSEs, you do after school things. You don't just do football stuff. You do other subjects, whatever, whatever you wanted to do. Like I was playing like instruments and stuff like that. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like... Not just your, like your typical, my son's going to be a footballer, like, like, I'm no putting all my eggs in one basket. Exactly. Sort of yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was important. And I thank my parents for that because that's definitely helped me again, like going forward. Um, because like, like I say, if, if, if I didn't have any backups, then it puts even more pressure on you to do well. Yeah. Um, what would you say if you can remember far, like that far back or you was there till 16, right? What, United? Yeah. Nah, I left when I was 20. Sorry, 20, yeah. sorry 20. Yeah. Do you remember the um, pros and cons? Like, what would you say, like, this was good, I'm at United, but this was bad because this ha this happened. Like, what would you say if you remember? Um, I think um, there was no, like, I never thought of any negatives to being there. Like, every day was, was like, in a way, it kind of got, like the norm and like for me you shouldn't i shouldn't have taken it like that like going in every week oh, i've got training tonight yeah but it's not like oh, i've got training tonight at sunday league do you know what i mean it's yeah. i've got training tonight at the best academy in the world that's producing the most the most players in the in in the football league do you know what yeah. i mean so for me like i think um there was no negatives really like oh there was when you get to like when you get to like 18 like 17 18 and you like you hear about like the chelsea boys for example oh chelsea boys are getting paid 10 grand a week like you ask any footballer 17 18 chelsea boys are getting paid 10 grand a week or the arsenal boys are getting paid six grand a week do you know what i mean yeah. At, like them small them them low ages but to me like there was no negatives around being there i think um the whole training we had the best the best coaches like i had the best two coaches that i, I could have asked for i had paul mcginnis in the under 18s yeah who was probably he like 
introduced me into like proper football. Like it's you're coming away from kids' football. Yeah. You're then entering like men's a little bit of men's football, yeah. like the, the patterns of play and stuff and getting in the right areas for a striker and doing extra and all that kind of it's stuff. It's your job now, isn't it? Like, exactly. Yeah, you're getting yeah. paid. So yeah. you have to it's it's not a joke. And then I have Warren Joyce who was the reserve manager. Okay. And then he just takes it to another level. You're, you're then like going into, you like when you're hitting like 19, 18, 19, you might get a chance in the first team. So you've got to be ready. Yeah. So there were small things that like, I'll never forget. There were small things that he, he did Warren Joyce that I hated him at the start. <laughs> I hated him. Like, I why? always say this. Because you didn't I understand it or it's just I didn't too hard. When you're 18, you're thinking, why is he picking on me? Like, like he's not picking on this guy or this guy. Yeah. Just, he's just picking on me. But now that I look back and think, I'm so happy that he did. And like, we're, like I spoke I spoke to him probably a few months ago and got a good relationship. But he he did little things like, um, so I was obviously Man United. Yeah. Um, just gone into the 23s. And um, we played, I think we played Trafford. So, like, we're talking, like, I don't even know what league they're in. Probably, like, the... That's a non-league team, non-league yeah. Team. Yeah, yeah. We played them in pre-season. And <laughs> he, uh, I think I played, like, 40, like, as you do in pre-season, you play, like, 45 minutes yeah. each each way. Or each half. And then um, he pulled me the next day and he was like, um, oh, might be good for you to go on, go on loan now. What, to Trafford? To Trafford. yeah. Oh, you're, thinking, like, <laughs> you're actually you're actually a pro now isn't it i'm a pro i'm a pro at man united like <laughs> in my head i'm like is he bannering or like is he being serious like trafford like not even like a who was in the conference at that time like uh, a hide or something yeah exactly a yeah. hide or a um, i don't know why i know that but yeah, yeah them them kind of t- a stockport county yeah yeah do you know yeah. what i mean got, yeah he said oh like might, might be good for you to go get a month there on loan and that and I was, I went home, my head was, was gone because I thought he was being like deadly, deadly serious. But when I look back now, obviously it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> no disrespect, but like, yeah. You're better than that. Yeah, of yeah. course. But when I look back, that was like a kind of like a, a boost. Like you, you've got to be even better now. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You've got to be better to like, why would that guy even have that opinion if you weren't doing something right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You've got to carry on like pushing 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 so um like i said he them two um for youth were the best two coaches i could have asked for okay let me ask you something because you know you said your dad texts you every day and are you yeah. living at home then or are you out no 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 i've got my own house no back back when you was uh, uh you oh, know I was 23 he was in digs yeah, yeah i was in you, digs you, you like you're telling your dad oh they offered me trafford <laughs> what, oh, what was he saying no, his head's yeah his head's gone <laughs> Head's gone, like everyone's head's gone, <laughs> apart from Joycey, who, and like I say, like we've got a great relationship. But at the time, I'm just thinking, and like one of my one of my boys is um, Sean Goss. Okay, um, he, he he came through with me at United, um, and I remember telling him, and he was like, "Nah, they're taking the piss. Like, what's, what's going on? Like, <laughs> Trafford? Yeah, that's mad. So yeah, but my 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 dad." probably my dad would have been like I'll oh, just go do you know what I mean yeah. like, he'd have probably just like, play games yeah. just play games I don't have a problem with and I think it's I think it's good that um, people at like obviously 18 I think the 23s is a bit false as well what dead not dead but like it's not men's football do you know what I mean you're still playing against other young you're pros playing, yeah, yeah you're not you're not gonna go and get two footed or you're not gonna go and 
Um, like it's not on the line for you. Do you know what I mean? You're still getting paid. Like there's no bonuses and yeah. stuff like that. So I think it's good to go and play like lower down and and non non league. But at the time, I was just like, no, not for me. Yeah, I, I, I hear that. Especially hear that. like, but like when I say non league, it wasn't the conference because yeah, if the conference would have. That's at, a deeper world when you when you oh, go past that. It's a deeper world. Yeah, of course. But like we're talking like Unibond and them kind of places. <laughs> for those who don't know, that's like Ryman level. Yeah, so. Ryman. Well, yeah. yeah, them. <laughs> um. Also, so you you was at you was at United what eight years? Yeah, from seven eight years. Yeah, from yeah twelve. You must to, have like made friends that are still there now and stuff yeah, like that. You yeah. Still chat to them. Yeah. So um, go on, drop some names. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had like um, we had a good group. So my my youth team was um, the big names was like Andreas Pereira. Okay. Um, my specific year, uh, 95, was like Andres Pereira, um, James Wilson, who who played in the first team. Yeah. Um, and then below me, year below me was McTominay, Scott McTominay, okay. who at the time was so small. Like he was, he was like five foot four. Really? It's only literally the past, uh, I think I'll, I'll probably say the past four or five years, he's like proper shut up and like he's doing nice what he's doing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, like the youth team, um, just like, I've got good memories, not even just like football, but like going out in Manchester and stuff and, um, yeah, going for a trim. <laughs> <laughs> what, they showing you where the proper yeah, barbers are? Yeah, where the proper, the, where he's like, take a seat and that. <laughs> and I'm looking at the board like, oh, can I have, uh, that one, that one. So, um, nah, like just, I, I just changed and grew up drastically yeah, okay. from like 18 years old um met my missus at the time um just it was a whole different world like living uh, having responsibilities living away um but that's where i like I, like I really enjoyed it see when you said that i see that as someone who's got so someone who's gone to uni yeah like, uni out there like from london if you go like leicester and stuff like that like you Basically, it's, it's, you're an adult now, isn't it? Like, yeah, you've got yeah, a yeah. fend for yourself. So, yeah, I can, I kind of, um, that's where you're coming from. Whilst you're there the whole time, like, when you're a pro, like, no, let's say from 16 to when you leave, is there any clubs that interest that, pro clubs that thought that you think, oh, I might go there, that pop At up? 16, 17. No, from 16 to yeah. when you leave. From when I leave. Is there any yeah, buzz so about you and stuff? There's like, um, there's always, been, there was always like a little bit of speculation. And um, obviously, I went, I went on loan when I was, uh, was I 19, 19 or 20, I think to Barnsley. But even before that, there was like, I remember, <laughs> I remember reading something about me going to Leeds who was in the champ at the time. And like, looking back, I just think that was like, where's that come from? Like, what, so you didn't, know, I didn't know anything about that, like nothing at all. And I think there was even one where I was linked to going back to Bolton who was in the <laughs> champ at the time. And I'm looking, I'm thinking if, if I get, I was 18 or 17, 18, if I get loaned to the champ, like I wasn't ready to play in the champ. Oh, really? Like, not at 18. No way. Like I'd literally been playing under 18s that season. you never know though, isn't it? Like, no, you never know. But then like the way that it's panned out for me now, like I know that. You wasn't ready? Nah, no way. Like, yeah, I might have come on and, and scored like on my debut or something like that. But to, to regularly play in the, in the, like it wasn't how I don't think it was meant for me to to go that way. Okay, um, you mentioned Barnsley. Mm. How did that come about? 
how did the, how does the loan system work? Like? Yeah. So it's changed now though. It's because at, at that time you could go on loan for three months. Okay. So now it's obviously you've got to go for either six months or a year. Okay. Um, but for the Barnsley thing was literally like um, there was in the 23s at the time <laughs> there were, we had Bank Louis Van Gaal was the manager of the first team <laughs> and he's character like great guy to be fair but he was playing like if you weren't playing in the first team yeah. you had to play in the 23s that week okay so that's like killing like killing you lot, me yeah, yeah. there was like me um, Rashford uh, Will Keane and we were seeing like Van Persie I think got injured <laughs> one one game or something or he'd been out for like a few weeks and because he had no like fitness levels yeah. and that, he played in the 23 and in the 23 is like there's only a certain amount of games it's not like it's not week to week it's not week to week yeah. it's like one on a Monday then you might have a week off and they arrange a friendly or something like that okay um so like Van Persie was coming down I think I remember Falcao played in one Mad. game Rooney played in another um and then obviously Will Keane was like I think Will Keane's three years older than me as well he was still there yeah and like the way United 23s played they played with one striker so it was like it was like a it was like a, a queue literally like if the first team players didn't play then Will Keane would play if um oh, wow. Will Keane was injured or something and like it was like literally like waiting for a chance to play in the in the in the 23s and I was thinking like I could be I could be 21 here like by the time like I'm playing in the 23s <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah so literally I remember I, I think we played Tottenham in a game and I'd literally come on a sub for like the last 15 minutes. And um, yeah, after the game, I think my, my agent had said like, oh, listen, Barnsley, they were 18th in League One at the time. Um, they'd like been on a bad, bad run. Yeah. And they, they thought they could potentially go down. So my agent was like, oh, listen, just go there for three months, like get some experience, get some games. The manager said that if... Um, if you do well, you'll get into the team and, and you'll play. Yeah. So, I just are you thought, are you are you on it though? Like, are no, you I was on it. Okay, yeah, because cool, cool. my patience was was <laughs> running thin. My, my patience was like, like seeing. Uh, and James Wilson was there as well. well James Wilson was uh, no United. Okay, he he was another one who was like. So it was like literally like it, a queue. So you're basically, get, not to disrespect, you're like fourth choice. Literally. If that, if if even if the first team player doesn't play, exactly. like, you're like, okay. Literally. So, um, but then, yeah, we was having like friendly games against like first, like, I don't know, like Oldham first team yeah, in the yeah. week and that, but it's not the same. Yeah. So the opportunity came and I thought, yeah, I'm, I'm going. Literally traveled over the next morning, signed the papers and we was uh, in the Johnston's Paint Trophy. Okay. Um, semi-final on the Saturday, I think it was. And I'd signed on the Thursday. So I trained the Thursday, trained the Friday. I was on the bench. Um, and that are you, like, you guessed? Like, yeah. Because, is this your first time playing playing in front of a crowd in that? Yeah? yeah, proper crowd. Like, okay, proper crowd. There was about shocky like, dads there as well. Yeah, big dads there. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, there was about twelve thousand on twelve thousand fans, um, and yeah, literally, um, we was getting beat one nil. Uh, it's two legs though. Okay, so it's okay. two legs, and then was getting beat one no, which probably was the best thing that could have happened because you know if 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 you're winning and you're a striker, you, you might not be coming on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So um yeah, we was getting beat one no. Uh, the manager said, oh, listen, coming on. Um 
and then literally five minutes in into the debut ball came over and I, I like when i say i was so bad with my head i've never i've always struggled with with heading like prior to to that yeah. that time and um yeah the ball came over just like little turtle neck like glanced it and it went into the into Better. the top corner so that's that was literally like that was the start start like professionally that was like the the kick what was you when you first got to like the training ground and stuff? Because obviously you're like Carrington, and you yeah. go to like Barnsley. Is there a massive difference? Well, the changing room on a match day and the changing room on the training ground was the same. It's the same. It's the same gaff. So oh, they train. Okay. Yeah, they, they train at the at the stadium. Oh, okay, cool. What on the pitch or just outside? Like, it? there's an astro next to the oh, pitch okay, cool, at, cool. at Barnsley. So, but that didn't bother me to be fair. No, no, I was just like happy to be in and around like first team players. Are you, know you, know I mean? are you just saying that because no, you know, like, being deadly everyone serious, I speak yeah. to is like, nah, nah, but no one ever says, oh, bro, like it was, it was hell. Like it wasn't at all. No, okay, literally, fair like, I, I, I literally couldn't. Yeah, like I was, I was got to the stage where I was at United, and I was like, um, I just want, I want to go and play because I'd, I played in the 18s the year before, and like done well, yeah, and then got this pro, and then it was like like kind of standing still kind of thing waiting um i was training with the first team though at united like okay. i was training like van Gaal, like he, he liked me to be fair he what, said to me are like, you training or are you just being a mannequin or are you nah, involved I was training like, okay better, they, they, better. They, they they got players over from from the 23s to so say like um you know like after a game on a on a sunday or something yeah they had the players in and the players who didn't play they get the players over and stuff and yeah i, I train with them quite a lot um never obviously got on the bench or anything like that but um that that came that gave me a taster and then it was just like game times just all you want to do is play you're just standing still like nothing at all so i was losing my head and like i said when i went to barnsley it was just nice to be in and around the dressing room and be on the bench yeah. if it was that if it was the bench and then just just go and play decent you kind of found your feet at barnsley in it like what you went wembley twice yeah wembley twice yeah Fight, uh the paint final Johnson's paint and playoff final decent so, so why don't you stay <laughs> uh, West Ham <laughs> we'll say wait we're still at Barsley we're still at Barsley <laughs> no I had I had the option to stay yeah definitely yeah I had the option and and they wanted to keep me but um, yeah. like you said when, West when, Ham when, when the Premier Prem comes knocking you can't you can't send it um, What's it like playing at Wembley? I've I've spoke to a few people, but obviously, obviously everyone's views are different. Yeah. So the first time, is it the same feeling as the second time, or are you? Is it like a obviously it's a promotion, isn't it? So yeah. it's a different experience. But are you the same level of gassed or? So the first time I was nervous. Yeah. Yeah, I was nervous. I remember. I think I got cramp in the first thirty minutes <laughs> because drop. I was just like the whole day I was sweating. Like I was, it was on like. I've never played on Sky before. Okay. Like, so really, oh, I had like, no, at that time I hadn't because it was mid-season, yeah. J JPT's mid-season. So I never played on Sky, never played in front of, I think there was like 60,000 fans. Uh, just the whole, the whole day itself was just crazy. So yeah, I remember getting cramped first 30. I thought, I'm, I don't know how I'm going to carry on. <laughs> so um, no, the, the full like, Playing at Wembley the first time, um, I enjoyed it obviously because we won. Um, but the whole the game I didn't enjoy. Okay, I enjoyed scoring, 
You scored it one Yeah, I couldn't take. just hold it twice. <laughs> oh, twice. <laughs> so, oh, sorry. God, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, the first time I enjoyed when I scored, but then before that, I was, I was, I don't, I didn't play well at all as okay. well. I thought I was going to get dragged, and um, I scored, and then managed to stay on, and yeah, we won. But the second time was the is the only big game that I've never had any nerves at all because. I thought like, what have I got to be nervous about? I don't have anything else to lose. Like, it was like, for me personally, I'd like achieved what I'd set out to yeah. achieve, which was to go and play. Obviously, I'd scored goals as well. Um, and if we got promoted, it was a bonus because we come from like 18th to sixth in the playoffs. Basically, you changed their season run. No, not just me. There was a couple, <laughs> a couple of other players. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was part of it, but I wasn't the main. Yeah. But um, yeah, there was like... We gone from 18th to 6th, so we had no pressure on that final. We played Millwall as well, which... It's a madness, uh, isn't yeah. it? The fans were just... You get any stick? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Even I at Wembley? Hate, I hate playing at Millwall. I hate it and love it at the same time. Like, I'm just... They're just one of them teams that I always seem to score against as well. Better, better. So just... I, I love it. I'm being a West Ham... Like, playing for West Ham as well. I just, like... I, <laughs> I wish the fans was in there last year. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, like I say, the second time there was no um, no nerves at all. Like I, I just enjoyed the day and topped it off by getting promoted. You see, like winning the um, the trophy and getting promoted for you. Are you getting? I'm gonna be cheeky. Are you getting a bonus as well, or is it just? No, nah, I got no bonus. Nothing. Nothing at well, all. Barnsley didn't thought. Oh, here's a little change for helping no, us out. No, nothing. Because Barnsley, I think we're only paying half my wages anyway. From Man United. Okay. So um, there was no, yeah, there was no bonus um, because I wasn't part of the squad pro yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it yeah, was. yeah. I didn't, I didn't get anything. But to be fair, from what followed, like, West kind of compensated. Yeah. Go on. So tell me, like, yeah, tell me how that that happened. So what? You you're 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 out with your so, misses. No. Yeah. So how it came about was um, my agent had been like. We basically told Man United, Man United offered me a new deal yeah. sooner than I came back, but it was like two years and it was on like a little bit more money than what I was on at the time. Yeah. And I was a bit like, and they, and they said there was no guarantees that I would be anywhere near the first team. And by then, Rashi had done like... A madness. A madness, yeah. He, <laughs> he just jumped the queue like... <laughs> he, do you know, them yeah. people at the um, at the airport just, just walked through business. The VIP thing, yeah. To the front. <laughs> but yeah, he, he just... Obviously, the whole thing around it, he'd just gone and he but, deserves uh, it. Cool, cool. Yeah. When you're seeing this year, because obviously this is live on Sky we, every week, are you thinking, Rug, go on, or thinking that could have been me? Not at all. Like, and I knew you was going to ask me this. So I was, <laughs> I was thinking about, I was thinking about how to answer it. But honestly, like, I put my hand on my heart. I, there was no jealousy at all Better. because I was doing my thing. And I was doing well for, with what I was doing. Yeah. I can't control what happens. Do you know, it's out of my hands. And it's been proven that he's gone on to just tear it up. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And if I see him and, and we and we speak, we always like got like good good like good vibes and whatever. Yeah. And um like he's a he's a his whole family, like his brothers as well, and and um and him like there's nothing nothing um he's a he's a good guy so in terms of like there's no jealousy at all because i was doing my thing 
and I'm happy with where I am anyway. Yeah. Um, and he's just, yeah, like I say, just took it to the next level. Cool, yeah, yeah. All right, go on. West Ham. Yeah, so it, it came about because my agent was taking me to, as you do, because I was a free. Um, I told I told Man United, like, I didn't want to sign a it's new deal because there was no there was no guarantee I was going to be in, in the first team. So I said to them, um, yeah, listen, we're going we're gonna to leave. And I knew there was other offers. Okay. I think I went looking around Wolves at the time. I went looking around Blackburn at the time who were in the champ. And then... Um, when I was doing like some preseason training with, um, do you know Superior Striker? I know, yeah, he's, he works at England now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alan, yeah, yeah. So um, I've been doing sessions with him for years. Okay, and I was down there doing like a little preseason thing, just wanting to um, like Stay get sharp, ready for the yeah, season. Yeah. And then um, I got a call from my agent, like, listen, um, I've had a call off David David Sullivan. West Ham, like they'd be interested in taking, like they want to, they want to sign you in like four years. But you got to, got to. I was in London at the time. Yeah, yeah. We've got to go there now. So, so hold on. <laughs> the big man at West Ham goes, yeah, we want him, but we want him now. Like, yeah, yeah. They wanted now. They wanted like it was like a now thing. So I had to pack the car up. Um, and my agent, the my agent got the um, got my mum and dad drove down from Manchester. Staying in the hotel in Canary Wharf. Not bad for them. Not bad for them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, we signed signed that day. Um, and literally, like, the whole that whole year was just a, a whirlwind because I was signed to then go back on loan to the champ. Okay. Were you, were you happy with that then? I didn't know that. Oh, okay. I didn't know this. Oh, wow. So. So, wait, 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 wait. All right, see with agents, yeah? Yeah. We'll get back to the website. See with agents, yeah? See when they put a contract to you, yeah? yeah. Obviously, they've done... He comes to you and says, Ra, like, do you... Do you, no, no, wait. Do you say to him, I want this amount of money? Or does he say, this is their budget? And then you lot chop it up? Um, I think at that time, because I was in... I was on, like, not peanuts, but like... It was not like, what the Chelsea and Arsenal boys yeah, were. not what the yeah. Chelsea and Arsenal <laughs> boys were. <laughs> but um, they was... Um, he he came with this offer and it was like probably like triple like what I was on at the yeah. time. And I said, like, I can't turn that down because it was West Ham in the Prem. Um like I was nineteen or twenty at the time. Yeah. Got the chance of playing in the Premier League. That's how it was presented to me. Okay. Um four year deal. Um, <laughs> okay. You're laughing, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, obviously I'll go and sign it yeah. tomorrow. So we went, signed it. And then um, they were flying out to Austria. The, that's why it was such a rush, sorry. Oh, pre-season, they were yeah. flying out to Austria. Who was the manager? Slav. Okay, okay, okay. Slav, yeah, yeah. Slav and Bilic. So um, I went out to Austria um, and I did really well. Like, um, scored in like two of the games for the first team. Yeah. And I think Slav just basically said to the chairman, like, I want to keep him in around the first team. Okay, so, so you, originally he was meant to go champ. I think so, yeah. I think and so. And you shined on. Yeah, that's what I've been led to believe. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I had to I had to do a bit before um, before I got that um, into, like, the squad kind of thing. Um, and then, yeah, literally just first half of the season went really well. Yeah. Uh, I was coming on. I, I, my debut was at... My starting debut in the Prem was away at Man City. Wait, wait, is this this is established Man City? Not no, like this the money is, this just is, coming. This is Pep's first year, Man City. Stop. No, it was it was Pep's first year. I think it was one of Pep's first games because 
basically, yeah, I was up front on my own against John Stones and Otamendi. I got bullied. Yeah? Gonna, yeah, I got bullied. I'm not, not even bullied. I didn't get bullied, but I got like, it was a lesson, big lesson. Like, it was like... What, in football or as like, football, as a man as well? Like, as a man as well. Um, I remember it clear as day. Like, I think I had two... two I, I didn't play bad, to be fair. I had like a decent game, yeah. but it was live on Sky. Um, yeah, John Stones, up against John Stones and Otamendi. Um, but yeah, I thought, this is next level now, like... Oh yeah, because you've come from League One, and exactly. they've thrown you right in the straight deep in the mixer. Yeah, up front on my own as well. It's That's not like you're mad. in a four-four-two or something. It's it's like four. No, it was like five-four-one. <laughs> so I just uh, yeah, I, I knew from that day like this is this is like prem now. This is like serious. You've got to step up a bit. That is mad, you know. Yeah. No, so, it was. So is the levels that different? Oh, the the level between, I don't think there's a, a big level between, I think there's a big level between League One and Champ. Yeah. But then I think Champ and Prem, very high high Champ, low Prem, very similar. Okay. Obviously the top so, 10 yeah, yeah. or top top seven, eight, like there's a so big next gap. Next level, yeah. But then, yeah, I think like tops, the top six, bottom six of the Prem, they could give each other like a, okay. a good a good game. All right. So now you're in London, yeah? Yeah. Where are you staying? <laughs> I was in Canary Wharf. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, 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 oh. okay. Yeah. London way. Canary Wharf shining on. Yeah? Yeah, I was in Canary Wharf and I had I had Mikhail Antonio across the road. Good lad. I had um who else was in there? I think I had Sofian Faguli. Do you remember him? I know the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had he... Darren Randolph down the road. Okay. I so had... all, your, all your teammates in there? All my teammates are, are local, yeah. And yeah. Was... We'll leave the rest of everyone's imagination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Tape Tuesdays. Is, is, is that the <laughs> Okay. Okay. Hey, listen. What? Are you resident? Are you resident no, there? I wasn't a resident, but a couple, a couple of them were, to be fair. Light shows. I, huh? the light shows, yes? Oh, no, nah, no sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, oh, wait, 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 wait. Are you, are you walking through the front door yeah. Or are you avoiding the paps and going out the back? Because uh, nah, I know I this happens. I the front door because I, I wasn't a big... You're at West Ham. No, but I wasn't, I wasn't you're, a big... You're, you're not going in by yourself, though. You, there, was one, there was one night where we went... We, I think we was having an absolute beast. Who, and, West Ham? Yeah, West Ham was having a beast. <laughs> and um, it was in the paper and uh, it was when... Um, yeah, I think we was near the bottom... Bottom... I think we was like fifth from bottom. And there was like, not, there was a chance like, listen, like, so we went out for like a, a, a morale boosting meal in London. Who did the whole team? The whole team. Yeah. yeah the whole team. No, no had uh, arranged it. There was like, obviously, uh, Ginge, uh, which is James Collins, all of them, all of them players there. And, um, I think I remember the bill was like something crazy, like 11, 11 bags or something for food. Yeah. This is Just for food. food. For food. For food. <laughs> And food and drinks, whatever. And um, I remember there was everyone. There was a card roulette. Everyone no. had to put the card in. <laughs> put the card in, and uh, the waitress had to pick it up. Yeah. And to be fair, like they said to me, like, "Nah, it's all right. Don't worry." But, <laughs> yeah. They said, "Like, no, I what you got." <laughs> to be fair, I think I'd have been, uh, I'd have been on beans and. Uh, <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> so wait, wait. Does everyone know what everyone's on? Like, it's in the change room. Like, do you talk or is it just nah, if you know? Nah, you, know. you don't know what everyone's on specifically. But, but you got an idea. Ballpark, yeah, ballpark. Like, they'd have known that. Obviously, I wasn't on. Yeah. Fifty grand a week or something yeah, like yeah, that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And Nobs said that. Yeah, Nobs is like, sit this nah, one like, just leave it, leave it. But um, <laughs> no, nah, like, nah, it was to be fair. But then we went to um, after it, we went to I think we went to Libs. I think okay as a team. Yeah. And um, must have got really silly. Yeah, someone I don't know how someone someone's told the like the papers and that that we was going there. <laughs> And um, I don't think I no. My missus knew I was there at the time, definitely well, because did. yeah, she did because yeah, it was a team night. Out. <laughs> but um, literally, um, I texted her saying like I'm coming home. Like I was, uh, I think it was only about like half one. It wasn't later. Yeah, even. And I just like, and um, literally, I think that night people was coming out the front door. Uh, I remember Mikhail had a like coat over his head. <laughs> a few people had a coat over his head, and the uh, photographers are taking pictures and that. So, um, but I went out the back. So see, I was like, see, see why I, asked? I was very I didn't sensible. Even speak yeah, about that. No, I was, no, I was sensible. I was sensible like that. So, and uh, yeah, that was that was my last night. Out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, uh, back to football. When did you when did you score your first goal for West Ham? First goal was at Old Trafford. Did yeah, you celebrate? Yeah. yeah, I did. To be fair, <laughs> what knee you know slides what? a lot or just no? It wasn't a knee slide. It was like a, um, it, you know, like I actually said before the game. I said if I score, I'm not celebrating, like as a respect, yeah. Because like I've been there for so long, a lot of people I knew, whatever. My dad's a United fan as well, yeah. So, but obviously he's like, if my son scores against, what? so um, I did celebrate, but I I don't know why, but it was like something had taken over me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I wasn't doing it. It's like someone had like taken over me and celebrated. And uh, <laughs> we said, on the controller. Yeah, on the controller, yeah, <laughs> with the FIFA, the FIFA and everything. But for me, um, there was a lot of like frustration in the celebration as well. Like, just because like, I didn't, definitely had like the opportunity at United, 100%. And I, I, like, I, thank, I thank them for what I, what I did as well yeah. and what they did for me and, the upbringing I had there to be a footballer first and foremost because there's so many players who have come through that academy and and either aren't playing or whatever. So for me, I was I was lucky that I come through it. But then there was a little bit of me that was a bit like they'd offered me this deal the year before uh, at the start of the season, yeah. and I was just a bit like, nah, it's a bit bang out of order. So I think in that celebration it was a bit of frustration. Kind of, you kind of weighed up the paychecks, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't even about that. It was more the opportunities and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. which I get, of course, because stuff like I say is out of my control, and I I don't decide who who plays where and whatever. And but yeah, a little bit of me was just a bit like, ah, uh, if if I'd have gone back there after being on a high from Barnsley and maybe being given the chance in pre-season, do you know yeah, what I mean? To yeah. go on the pre-season tour or something like that, then yeah, maybe like I, I could then say I've had an opportunity, but yeah. I didn't really. So so why aren't you a West Ham player now? Um, The reason I'm not a West Ham player now, I think is because the whole, the whole scenario around me moving to Middlesbrough was just, just like crazy to be honest, because um, I never really had any control over it. Oh, really? No, nothing. Because I signed four years at West Ham and I'd only done a year. And um, basically, 
I was on preseason with West Ham second year. Yeah. Uh, in Austria. Um, and then literally I get a call off my dad in Austria saying, and I, I knew nothing of it at the time. Um, I think my dad had heard a little bit of speculation, but he never told me. Yeah. Saying, Middlesbrough just bid seven million for you. And I was like, what? <laughs> Said Middlesbrough bid seven million. So for your me. dad's told you before your agent? Yeah, because okay. well, we was having a bit of a madness with the agent. Oh, at the okay, time. okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. But um, yeah. Wait, are you with him now? No, no, no. no All right, cool, no. cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So um, yeah, Middlesbrough bid seven million for you. Um, like, you need to have a think about it. And I was thinking, well, I'm at West Ham in the Prem. Like, like I've had a decent first season. Yeah. I haven't, like, done, like, I think I've got a lot more to come. And I'd scored in that preseason as well. I think we played Fulham, who was in the champ at the time. Yeah. And I'd scored in the preseason. Um, there was a game against, like, Werder Bremen in the coming up. And I was thinking, yeah, if I get a chance, like, yeah. And I think we'd only signed quite a few players. And, and, and who'd left? So when I came, there was like Kaleri, Jonathan Kaleri, who was there. There was Zaza, who was there. Um, and they'd left because they was on loans. Okay. So there was only left, there was me, Andy Carroll, and... And he's always injured, isn't it? Well, not, not a disrespect thing, but... No, no, yeah. yeah he's, he, he, he suffered with a few injuries. Yeah. So I think um, there was me, Andy Carroll, and who was the other? Maybe, I think we just signed Arnautovic. Okay, okay, yeah. So there was only three strikers. Um, so I said, like, I've got a good chance here, maybe, of, of getting, kicking on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, yeah, my dad was like, oh, listen, have a think about it. Bro, the next day, Slav pulls me, like, <laughs> Slav pulls me at lunch. Yeah, the chairman's accepted it. Like. So did no one speaks to you? It's literally, no Slav. one speaks to the manager. It's just straight. Slav. The manager spoke to me and said... No, so I'm saying, like, he doesn't have a saying. He's like, no, I don't want to keep him. They've just accepted there it. Was no, there was no... Negotiation. Slab, no, it was down to the chairman. And um, I kind of see now, like, the business side of it. Because yeah, yeah. they got me for, I think it was a mil off Man United. Because I had to pay yeah, yeah, compensation. Yeah. Selling him for seven. Yeah, obviously, it makes sense. But for me, it was a bit like... I didn't, I didn't particularly live, like wanting to leave at that time. But at the same time, Middlesbrough had just come down from the Prem. Okay. Um, they gave me a big talk about rebuilding. They just signed Brit for some longer. Martin Braithwaite, who was at uh, Barca. Who's at Barca oh, yeah, now, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and they said, oh, we'll, we're going to give it a good go to get back up there. So it wasn't the worst move for me uh, in terms yeah. of, and obviously... As well, like I'd gone up in wages as well, which was a bonus as well. Bad. So and you're worth seven mil, yeah. But. So obviously, I was on the next flight to Manchester Airport, car up to Middlesbrough, medical done. You see when you're, you see when when you're like on the way there, yeah. Do yeah. you know anything about Middlesbrough? Like, obviously, you know they just got relegated, but like the culture and the lifestyle and stuff, you just thinking nothing, nothing at all. Like I played there as a kid, yeah, because I've been to the training ground. Because as a as a kid, you play there. Uh, at Rockcliffe at the training ground um, but yeah I didn't know anything really I'd never been that far up north really been to Newcastle like once or twice um, but with football you've just got to like I feel like you just got to sacrifice and just like if something comes your way like that you've got to 
you've got to like take it and accept it and might not necessarily um like at the time it might not seem like the best move or something like that but only you can turn it around and, yeah and for me like i was when i got my head around obviously not being at west ham and and, and playing i just thought yeah i'm going to be playing at middlesbrough in the champ yeah. and hopefully get promoted again so and then i'd be like an established player because at, at west ham i was a bit part player yeah, yeah coming on wasn't i didn't start too many games whereas at middlesbrough they give it i was going to be an established player trying to get us back it seems like obviously at united the 23s it bothered you because you know you're always waiting to see when you're going to play you never know when you're going to play yeah. at west ham did it bother you as well no because the whole glitz and glamour around being in the prem was like it was enough enough <laughs> as a kid you dream of share, going on the pitch or even warming up like yeah. do you know what i mean like i was warming up and like sometimes i just used to think like but the there was players who I knew was better than me who weren't playing at a higher level as well. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. As you grow up, like you look at, you look at players and you think they're sick. Like, and then you look at now and where they're playing and it's like, how, how has yeah. that happened? Do you know what I mean? So for me, I was just a bit more like taking everything in. But I think in, if I had that second year, that would have left me a bit and I'd have been more like, yeah, I want to kick on now. Do you know what okay. I mean? That first year was a bit like, oh, let's like enjoy being in the prem. But then second second year was a bit more like, oh, I want to achieve now. So like you say, it's kind of the, the move was out of your hands. Who was the manager that signed you? At Middlesbrough? Yeah. Gary Monk. Gary Monk. Yeah. He wasn't there long, was he? <laughs> no, so he he, gave, he said he signed me and told me that two of the players who were there already, strikers were leaving. Okay. That never happened. Unfortunately, it, it never happened. So, again, I was... So, wait, wait, sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. You know when it's not happening, yeah? Like, the transfer window's closed, yeah? Are you going, boss, like, what's going on it? Or are you just humbled saying, let me just prove it on the just, pitch? Yeah, literally. I, 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 I couldn't... I felt like I couldn't say that to yeah, him. Like, yeah, well, okay. what, what's happening? Like, you said these two are leaving. They're not leaving. So, again, I was in a position where... There was five strikers, like good strikers though. So the strikers we had was was me, Britta Sombolonga, Martin Braithwaite, Rudy Gestead, Patrick Bamford. What? So it, yeah, that was that was the five they, they were the five strikers that we had going into that season. So and we was playing and we had Adama Traore on the right. Oh shit. Dewey Downing on the left. Okay. So you look at this team and the you're team thinking was a bit mad. it's a good team. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a good team. But then you're thinking, where am I going to, where, like, I know champ, you've got more games. Yeah. But. They're trying was, to go up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt like they had so many options that they didn't know who to play, how much time to play them. And again, I started that season. And I, I think I started two games between, um, uh, between September and January. Who decided, or when did you decide to go to Sunderland? <laughs> I know you I know, oh, I know listen, yeah. I know it wasn't a good time, but we have to speak yeah, about yeah. it, man. No, listen, when I when I speak about Sunderland, I, I don't have as bad a time it was for me personally. Like I learned a lot from that from that time as well yeah. about myself because um like I know now how to deal with criticism. Like I had it everything barrels did, did you watch the documentary oh, i watched it once and bro, said i never on you bro. on me yeah on bro. me like 
But <laughs> imagine turning up to somewhere and being like, oh yeah, we're going to, we're going to be filming you for six months. And you were, they was in the bottom three at the time. Yeah. So like. So you're gone there and they said, right, we're going to be filming. I walk in there on, so, so the whole thing behind this was to, Tony Pulis came in on, um, I think he came in on Boxing Day. Yeah. Uh, and said to me, Ash, we're going to go with a bit more experience to try and get in the playoffs. I think it'd be good for you to go out on loan. Yeah. He gave me, I think he, he gave me um, a day to find a team. So he said, you're not really going to play. Um, we're going to give you, um, I think it'd be good to go out on loan, get some game time, come back next season. <laughs> so we're talking deadline day, six o'clock. This that's when he told me I could go on long six o'clock and 6 the window PM. six p.m. The and window shut at eleven, so I had to find a team in four hours to to go on long. So let me go to the rivals down the road. Yeah. So I had the options, <laughs> the options I had at the time because every everyone had done their business. Yeah, like yeah. it's like no one's no one at the unfortunately at the time was scrambling for a striker except for Sunderland. Except for Sunderland and Barnsley. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So well, Barnsley back in the champ now. Barnsley back in the champ. Yeah. So Barnsley said, yeah, we want him. But then Middlesbrough was like, oh, well, you have to pay a certain amount for his wages. And Barnsley was like, oh, we can't afford that. I see that. I see because Sunderland, like, obviously it's it uh, quite in depth, the thing with the chairman and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, go on. But Sunderland were the only team who could really afford to, to pay my wages um, at the time. So I had to make a decision within like half an hour. Do I want to stay at Middlesbrough? for six months and not play a game really or they were they were out of the cups and whatever um or go to Sunderland and potentially be like a hero try and save them um and, and play every game because that's what that's the, the first interview the, the guy said to you you have to save us innit Literally, and you're coming no in pressure. to replace <laughs> Lewis Graben who was bagging for fun bagging for fun bagging for fun and I was I was only 21 22 22 yeah. so like still quite not like not an experienced player like it's not like i played 100 games yeah, and under really my, played, under my yeah, belt yeah. do you know what i mean i'd had a good stint at barnsley i played 16 games 17 games in the prem for west ham and then i'd gone to middlesbrough and not really played too much because of the situation with the strikers and then yeah supposed to go to sunderland and basically save one of the biggest teams in the north northeast from from getting relegated so i thought yeah i'll have to go and, and give it a go yeah. um but yeah i like at the time yeah it wasn't it wasn't good because um i i always put it down to like in a weird way um i had a chance against um so I played the first game against Ipswich. We yeah. got beat 2-0. But I played I played well, to be fair. Yeah. Um, and then we played Bristol City away the next game. And we was 3-0 down at halftime. I thought, what's going on? Like, what have I come to? It was an <laughs> absolute nightmare. But then we got it back to 3-2. Yeah. And then um, in the 89th minute, I had... So I can't remember who hit it. Might have been Aidan McGeady hit it. The keepers parried it. And it's like a, like a, the goal's open. Yeah. And then I've kind of, all I'll, I'm just thinking I've scored. So I've like side footed it quite high. I thought there's no way keeper saving that. Yeah. He's pulled off an absolute <laughs> worldie, like a worldie. Tips it over the bar. 
And I honestly think if that goal goes in, the whole experience is, experience different. is yeah. different and changes. But we still we still drew the game. We scored again after we drew three three. But I think for a, from a personal level, if that goal went in, it uh, uh, kicked off a bit more. Uh, you know, you said you know how to deal with abuse now. Mm. What was you? Because like, like I said, they were on you. And what were you doing to deal with it then? Like, what measures did you take? Yeah. So at the start, I didn't know how to deal with it. I was living with my with my missus and. Um, she she could tell like I come home and I would be like, I wouldn't it, I wouldn't even be there like mm -hmm. I just wanna I, I didn't even wanna go out because I was living in Durham at the time okay which is like luckily for me outside of Sunderland yeah, if yeah. I'd have living in Sunderland <laughs> <laughs> but are you one of them that <laughs> that reads like you say not on Twitter are you reading comments I used to be yeah okay, okay. I used to be yeah I I used like every even if I played good or bad I go on like type my name in. <laughs> But and it's, after that club, like after Sunderland, never again. Like I don't even do it now. Like yeah, because like fans, like I understand they have an opinion. Like I get that. Like and they want to vent their frustration. I have no issues with that. But then sometimes I think like you don't understand the whole scenario behind me going there, or yeah. or like what's happening behind the scenes, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which isn't an it's not an excuse because I didn't play well there. I know I didn't play well there, but from a from a point of view of like dealing with criticism, like I'm glad I went there now. Yeah. What else? Because I um I had the um yeah I had the psychologist. Go on, yeah. So yeah, what, when did you think right? I need to talk to someone. So I um it got to like four or five games in, and um yeah I hadn't scored. I was playing, like, I was playing the full game, but, like, I didn't even look like scoring, to be honest. I was getting in, I wasn't getting in the positions, um, like, and I, I felt like I was, I wasn't taking responsibility for myself. Yeah. Um, but then I went to, I got my, my, my dad again, <laughs> like my PA agent, all in one. Um, he, he found a sports, um, psychologist for me just to speak to, have a chat. And um, honestly, like it's it was so simple, but like, but but like worthwhile. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just to speak to someone who understands, and then I ended up doing speaking to him before games. Okay. And then literally, like two games after I spoke to him, I scored against Derby, um, and then was playing well. Um, obviously, it didn't turn around, turn around, but just by speaking to someone he give me like little techniques to do i used to watch clips of my goals from before yeah um just stuff like that was it, it helped me a lot to be fair and, and i would i would encourage any footballer to if they're struggling like i don't think it really matters if if you're doing well because yeah. you're just off your own confidence and and that but if a if a footballer's struggling i think it's good to speak to don't like what i did was was keep it in and I think um, that affects your personal life as well. Okay. Because I know it affected mine as well. Okay. Um, a bit of a silly question, but um, what affects you more? Comments from fans yeah. or a goal drought? Like a serious goal drought? What, negative comments from fans? Yeah, yeah. Uh, nah, goal drought. Yeah? Yeah. I, I, now, I'm past the point <laughs> of listening to any fans. <laughs> nah, listen, like... I, like I say, I respect for like fans are for football. Like, I understand that, and everyone has an opinion. Um, but yeah, like I, 
I know how to tolerate a fan now. I know how to tolerate messages on Instagram or Twitter or stuff like that. Like I get it. Yeah. I'm I'm past the point of even caring, to be honest. Alright, so that that whole Sunderland thing ends. Yeah. Are you a different player? Like you go back to Middlesbrough, are you a different player? I'm a different player. So you hit the reset button, yeah? Hit the reset button. I I I that was the first time at Sunderland that I'd ever had disappointment in my career like proper disappointment like to the point where I thought like I'm struggling the Man United thing where I was in the queue like I thought like oh like I was young and I was like oh if if I get a chance to go somewhere on loan then yeah I'll just go it Mm. wasn't a negative it was just you was in a queue you couldn't control it but the Sunderland thing was something I thought I could control and um that summer um I'd like proper took a like I sit down and, and said to myself, like, you have to kick on now because I had three years left at Middlesbrough as well, which was good. If I'd have been like out of contract, yeah, it's, it would have been. Yeah, it's a blessing. It been, it? Yeah. yeah. So luckily I had the security of being free, of having three years left. Um, but I think, um, like I say, I came back that season and, and, and did well, to be fair. Um, and I had to change Tony Pulis's mind as well at the yeah, time yeah, because yeah. he was a manager still and he was the one who said that I'm looking for more experience which is fair enough mm. but then I came back and I don't know in a weird way like he kind of probably thought well he's had the experience of playing in the champ so do you know what I mean yeah, like, we'll give him right. another go so so when he leaves mm. Walnut comes in are you happy it was Woodgate you know oh, Wood- sorry Woodgate yeah. comes in sorry yeah sorry. <laughs> Woodgate comes in are you happy I was buzzing yeah yeah, I was buzzing. I I, I enjoyed Pul- like the <laughs> Pulis's preseason. Mad, crazy. Like nice. No, like I've never seen anything like it. Like prehistoric. Like <laughs> it was. We went to Austria, and um, you know you love it there, isn't it? They love Austria. <laughs> Football teams love Austria for okay. preseasons. Yeah, he was. Um, he would have us up at five thirty every morning. No breakfast. And we would run up hills 12, 15 times back. Like you would run up a hill and have to get a car down. That's how bad it would. That's how bad it was. I'm not bantering. So you're running up the hill. And you're running up the hill, and there's a minibus waiting at the top. It would drive you back down. That's how how big we're talking the hills. Shut up. You ask any player who's played played under Tony Pulis that the preseason was it was crazy. But in a way, like I understand why he does it as well. Yeah. Because mentally, like it is. It's like, have you seen that SAS Who Dares Wins? Yeah, thing? yeah, yeah. It's yeah. exactly the same. It's them okay. kind of vibes. Like, okay. But um, mentally, like, yeah, you're ready to go for the season, but boy, it was tough. It was very yes, tough. Man. But yeah, Woodgate, like, he's a good ma- he's a good guy, yeah. good manager. Yeah. Well, you got it when he left. Yeah, I was, to be fair. And then yeah. you got, not to be rude, are you, are you technically still a... Middlesbrough player. Yeah, totally. Not to be rude, you got like an, another older generation manager come in. And he said something mad, didn't it? Like he said, you and Brett, Brett. ain't going to play no more. Yeah, so this is when the, the, the business side of football, I think, comes out. Because okay. um, basically, I was in my last year, um, had an injury. Um, at the start of the season, he said like, you two are my main men, like... You're, like, there's no better strikers in the league that I would want. Like, used to are going to be the main men. Yeah. And he gave Brit captaincy as well. Okay. Um, so he means business. So he means yeah. business. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, 
second game of the season, I ruptured my hamstring, so I had to have surgery. So oh. I was out for five months. So it absolutely killed me. And then, obviously, we were speaking about a new deal at the time. Yeah. And um, I just said, because obviously, as a player who's in his last year, you've got a bit of power as well. Like, of course, of course. Which yeah. every player would do in my position. Obviously, I wanted to stay at Millsborough, though, because I bought a house up there. Um, I was settled, to be fair. Like, I can go back and forth from Manchester. It's, yeah. it's not too far. Um, but then, obviously, um, get the hamstring injury. Um, and, and obviously, they offered me a new deal, which I wasn't too happy with which is it's not a, it's not a big issue like i just wasn't wasn't happy with yeah. it um and then yeah came back did okay scored a couple goals and then i think the manager just said to me and brit um you can go your separate ways we don't need to and this was like i think this was around sorry uh about april april time mad so, so what? You, look, so are you back fit now? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fit. Yeah. So are I've you been still fit, I've been fit? No, from, no. I'm saying when he's saying this. Yeah. Are you fit then? Are you? Are you yeah, still injured? Yeah, yeah. No, I was fit. Are you training with them or are you training? Training second? with them every day. And he's still not picking you. Training with them every day. I was on the bench. Like bring me on for okay. like ten minutes. So like, he, he half minute. Yeah. Scare tactics. Yeah. I see what he's done. No. Yeah. And I, and I like I say I understand it. It's like football's a business at the end of the day and. um some, sometimes the manager's not in control of decisions that okay. come from above, yeah, yeah. which is which is fair enough. Um, but yeah, it was just a bit of a, a sad end, really, to because I had a good time and the fans were fans were really good and the people around there are, are, are good as well. So it was just a bit of a I, I didn't like the way it ended because it was just a kind of case of our oh, today's your last day kind of thing. Yeah, that's mad. Um, You've had a half, like not half decent. You've had a good career in it. Like you're Up still, now, you're yeah. still very young. Why yeah. are you? Twenty, twenty-five. <laughs> Bro, uh, listen, let's not talk about. <laughs> yeah, like, like, you're, like you're on your last legs. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you this. Knowing football isn't a long career, have mm. you like set yourself up for like when you do finally have to retire? Have you got things in motion, or have you think? Are you thinking ahead? Yeah, definitely. I think that is one of the most important things. And if I was giving advice to any young footballer coming through do it as early as you can because it's okay enjoying it um going out to clubs <laughs> libs tape whatever yeah. china white manchester <laughs> them kind of places yeah. and, and enjoying yourself and spending thousands of pounds on alcohol and whatever but i think you have to get the priorities first um which is like investments houses them kind of thing like i've, I've done it so by the time I finish playing, my my mortgage will be paid off. Better. Do better. you know what I mean? Yeah. Just small things. It's not small things, but things like that. Like you never know what's going to happen. Like you never know. Like I say it so many times with with players who who they were head and shoulders above me. Like playing um, in like there's there's players who played in my youth team and they played in Man United's first team and now they're playing in like. Well, getting released from like League One and Two clubs. Yeah, and, and they're struggling. Isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It, yeah. It's like football, you can't take it for granted. You have to um, be sensible with your money and take the best option at the right time. Yeah. I'm going to ask you the advice part, yeah, but I'm going to direct it to footballers that aren't doing well. Obviously, you had your skin at, skin at Sunderland. 
what advice you give players that are going through the similar situation where the fans are on them? Even like, like let's say Rashford, fans are on him. Yeah. It's not he's not doing well currently. What sort of things would you say to him that you would would say to yourself as well? Yeah, I think he's had it. Players would have had it way, way worse, worse than yeah, me, one hundred percent. But I think um, you just got to remember why you're playing football. Like and like, I'll go back to the first point that I made um, about my family. Like I play football, like I said, for me first, and then for my family. Like, like you can't let fans or people behind keyboards and stuff like that on Twitter and and Instagram. You can't let them knock. They probably don't even watch the games. Half of them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They just they just literally log on to have a go at you, or <laughs> do you know what I mean? They ain't yeah. got anything else going on in their life. Yeah. So I think um, just like just remember why you're playing football. Like I think you can't you can't dwell too much on stuff that's happened, but just just move forward. And that's what I did with with Sunderland. I think. The, the the fans like they have every right to have frustration with how how that time went one hundred percent and um, I deservedly got criticism which I have no problem with yeah but I've moved on from it now do you know what I mean like they've moved on um, and people forget about it in like a year or so yeah yeah so obviously when you was playing football at a young age you probably played England and stuff are you still waiting for an England call or do you want to represent Jamaica for um you know, like a lot of champ players go up, Ollie Watkins and stuff like that, go up and get called up. Are you waiting for that or are you going to represent Jamaica? Uh, well, I played England under under 20s, um, like when I was younger. Um, but yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Because you look at the quality of, of players that are ahead of you. And obviously, Kane's not going anywhere quickly, is <laughs> yeah. he? And obviously, you look at like Watkins... Uh, Rashford, all of them players, they're young players, so they're like established. So yeah. yeah, I think if I was being honest with you, like the the Jamaica thing obviously interests me because um, obviously my grandparents are from there. I've been there a few times as well, so um, I know the heritage behind it. It's not Better. as though like I've never been there. Yeah. And, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so no, if I think hopefully, um, I know obviously a few of the boys have. have put their papers through and stuff like that so i think hopefully we'll get sorted soon but um yeah i think it'd be an honor really to to play it like if they, if they got to a world cup or something like that i think they've got a chance to get to the 2022 so yeah something definitely i i think about doing all right man thank you for coming on man no thank problem. you for your story bro thank you for having me all right quick fire round yeah um favorite player Ever. Ever. That favourite. Thierry Henry. Uh, most skillful player you faced. <sighs> skillful player. Um skillful player. I'll probably go Dimitri Payet. Okay, yeah. okay. Um favourite pre match meal. <laughs> uh toast, beans, scrambled eggs. Avocados or a bit of avocado. And, and the beans. Yeah, and the beans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Biggest <laughs> adrenaline rush you've had in football? Um, scoring against Tottenham last two years ago. What? Yeah. The in, new ground? Or no, the, the uh, Riverside. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. FA Cup. Worst trainer, but best on a match day? Worst trainer, best on a match day? 
Brits on the long run. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your superstition before a game? Um, I touch it. <laughs> I got quite tight hamstrings yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually touched my toes 10 times and then jump up okay yeah it's a bit weird it's a bit weird um, most embarrassing moment most embarrassing moment um, Huddersfield away I've missed us no like it's, it's this was Sunderland no it was for Middlesbrough <laughs> if it was Sunderland I would never have played again um, it was for yeah it was for, for Middlesbrough I'm gonna have to YouTube that one um, <laughs> what's your initiation song um, I've got a bit, you know. You got a bit, yeah. yeah? I'm not gonna give it. I'm nah, 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 nah. uh, I'll probably go with uh, for a better banner. I go Shaggy, you know. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and last but not least, any regrets uh, in life? We'll go life. Yeah, I've got a few in life, but no, nah, uh, we'll go football. We'll go yeah, football. football. Nah, no, no regrets in football. Not the way it's that it's happened because I think. Um, I'm happy with how my career's gone so far, but I want to I want to get to the next level. Of course, yeah. I want to keep keep achieving and achieving. But yeah, no regrets at all, bro. Thank you, Ashley Fletcher. Thank you for coming on, bro. Cheers. Thank you. No